Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Thank you, Paul, and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. I'm sitting right here across from Tom Speck, which is a rare treat for me that I actually have a guest sitting here in the office with me, and that's because Tom and I work together, but that was not always the case. Uh, Tom is our Director of Marketing Technology Services, and Tom and I first met when he was actually a client uh, way back when and running marketing operations at Taleo. I think that, what was that, 2008? Yeah, in 2007, 2008, something like that. So it is, it's awesome for us to be sitting here together and, and taking some time to reflect back on all the maturity that we've seen uh, in marketing and what we learned together when you were a client. Uh, and then after the Oracle acquisition of Taleo, you jumped on board at DemandGen. And um, Tom has done a tremendous amount of work with our clients and helping them to evolve from uh, basic batch and blast marketing to really marketing heroes. And we're going to dig into that um, today. So, Tom, welcome. Thanks for having me. Good to be here, we, face to face. We work every day together. Yes, we do. Today, you are my guest. So, let's let's start off and, and go back. You know, back in 2007, when you and I were working together and Taleo was deploying their marketing automation system, um, what, the, what the marketing department, from a marketing operations standpoint, looked like back then? Because it was you and what the team it was. It was me and, and me. That was it. Uh, you know, uh, Doug Seacrest was at Taleo, uh, deployed Eloqua, uh, quickly discovered that, hey, you know, we, we need, we need a, uh, somebody here to actually, you know, steer the ship, run the system. Um, so I came on board at Taleo. And, and back in those days, you know, I, I will say it was a little bit of wild, wild west. You know, Sirius was, was around, of course, back then. And there were, there were thoughts and ideas and, and concepts. But, the, you know, we, we were still there experimenting. How do you take these ideas, this relatively new nascent technology, and how do you actually harness it and do something with it? Um, you know, so, so that was sort of the environment back then um, where it was a lot of experimentation, a lot of trial and error, um, you know, but I, I would humbly say that we had a pretty good success of it, uh, you know, in, in implementing and, and changing the business, really. And, and you are, uh, like a lot of us at DemandGen, uh, an overachiever. And I remember one night very distinctly that we were at Sears Decisions, uh, very one of their early conferences back in probably 2008, and you and Doug and I were sitting around uh, fireplace, and yes. uh, people have been giving their presentations that day around the alignment of sales and marketing. And both of you looked at me and said, you know, Dave, we are doing far more exciting and cool stuff than those folks on stage. We want to be on stage next year. We want to win that ROI award. And sure enough, you guys did, and uh, it was a year in the making. But let's talk about what we did, because Taleo actually had a great culture to start with in terms of sales and marketing alignment. But we, we started this lead management framework and you and I really pioneered uh, those models together and that's what you've been doing ever since. So putting yourself now on the consulting side, taking yourself from Taleo and looking at what you do now for our clients, what are some of the big differences uh, in terms of what we've learned in how to go from lead gen 
to lead management. Let's start off with the department, so the resources and the team and the and the vision. Talk about that. Yeah, so I think what we're seeing a lot more these days is you know you have a CMO or you have a, an SVP of marketing, and and I'm really seeing those people. They need a a chief of staff. The chief of staff is typically this this technically oriented, um, you know, kind of technically oriented operational manager. Um, and depending on the size of the org. That individual is responsible for the stack, is responsible for uh, implementation and management of other resources. Um, but maybe in larger orgs, we see a, sort of another lieutenant even below that that chief of staff who is the, the day-to-day in the system administering, uh, executing, corralling resources. Um, so, so that's kind of what we're, we're seeing today is this, this much more organized uh, structure from CMO or, or SVP of marketing all the way down to that tactical um, operational administrative level. Yeah, you know, team-wise, it seemed like the uh, air quotes marketing operations person back in the day was really the marketing automation uh, administrator, and that has changed dramatically. Where the title today, you know, the Greg Force of the world, the Doug Seacrest of the world, that have departments where they have a head of marketing operations. That that role has changed dramatically, and they're not just a, a sysadmin for marketing automation. They have they're almost like the I don't know. Would you would you say like like an IT director within the marketing department? Yes, but now they're also responsible for for budget planning. Uh, calendaring, execution, they're liaising with finance, they're interacting with uh, not just sales ops, but you know, sales heads, right, to make sure that, that marketing and sales are aligned from a process strategy and, and technology perspective. So the scope of the responsibility of the, of the marketing ops role today is much, much larger than it was, say, back in 07, 08, where it was very, very tactical in the system Get the technology up and running and and make it work. So we've seen over the last what is it eight eight wow eight years <laughs> over the last eight years or so is this is this dramatic change in the, uh, the the necessity of the marketing ops role, the need for the marketing ops role, and the scope of that actual position. Yeah, mo- probably more like a, a CIO than than an IT head in terms of as you point out the need to be cross-functional and collaborative with many different departments and really have a strategic view of where the infrastructure of marketing needs to go to support the marketing strategy and requirements. Well, that's right. You know, coming top down from the CMO, right, they're driving all different strategy across all different functional groups, right, the, the marketing strategy across an entire uh, organization. Um, but it really, I think, you know, it comes down to that that marketing operations role, whether it's a director of marketing ops, VP of marketing ops, whatever it is. It really is becoming uh, much more cross-functional, much more strategic, and at the same time execution-oriented. How in the heck do we make sense of this of this landscape and all of the options that we have available to us? Um, you know, there, there's a, a great deal of trust I think that is placed in that role, where marketing is now becoming much more shall we say, maybe technology-driven is not the right point, but technology-supported. 
It, it is probably one of the the roles that I am asked most about. I got emails all the time. Letitia Rodley, who who you work with uh, when she was at Jaspersoft, she's now at a new role. As you know, she was at Five Nine and working with Doug. She emailed me yesterday and said, "Hey, I need your help finding a great marketing operations head." And she said that she's hired two actually in the past year that she's been there. First one uh, just not a good fit, and and the second one um, lacks the skills. And and this is a role that we haven't hired for a lot. So finding that person who's got both that strategic ability, the project management ability, the technical leadership ability, this is a high demand role and a role that is is critical to the future of marketing. The reason it's high demand, but it's very scarce, is I, I think you know most orgs are looking for a unicorn. Right, it, 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 and, and very few of them exist. Uh, right, very few unicorns exist, and the reason for that is uh, uh, that type of skill set. You need to sort of have have been around the block for a while in in the MA and, and marketing op space. You had to have grown up in it. Now, you and I were talking earlier, and we we're probably going to touch on this maybe in a little bit, which is this idea that we're now going through this. There's, there's a multi-generational change that is happening. Those individuals that were there in the early days, you know, much more smaller universe of people, but now they're running their own, you know, marketing departments. They're running their own demand generation teams. Those are the individuals who were there, you know, earliest, uh, earliest on. So we're, we're seeing this multi-generational people are growing up their skill sets are getting uh, growing up in the sense of, of of the technology and experience um but but it's that idea of having been there done that which is so important in today's marketing ops position yeah you, you think about uh malcolm gladwell and his book uh, outliers and he talks about i think it's the eight thousand hour rule and he says you know after eight thousand hours which is about 2,000 work hours a year. After 8,000 hours, you actually become a master of your trade. And when you think about how long modern marketing, you know, marketing automation and marketing technology has been around, we're just kind of past that point. Yeah. So well, the, to, to that, to your point, that there's not that many people that have 8,000, 10,000 hours of experience of knowing what to do and what not to do. I think it's one of the reasons, you know, selfishly that demand gen, our firm has been in such high demand because we've worked with four or 500 different customers and, and what, 60 plus of our customers have been on stage winning awards for modern marketing. So we're, we're sought after because we clearly have the recipe. It's that, it's that been there, done that. Exactly. And they, and, and that's what people always tell us. I'm hiring you for your guys' expertise and your experience doing it. And there's not a lot of folks uh, out there. Um, let's, let's talk about MarTech for a little bit because probably um, right in parallel with the evolution of the skill sets and resources in a department, we are seeing just dramatic acceleration uh, in the technology that is happening in, in, in marketing. Um, I view, right, that, that marketing automation is kind of like that cornerstone application, and, and we use the metaphor of the demand factory as a place where all the magic happens. So um, what are some of the Technologies, whether it's it's logos or categories that you're seeing our team um, support our clients with on a more regular basis now. Well, what I will say about that, I'll just make a, a comment about kind of the, the, the landscape, which is being a, a consulting firm like we are, um, we of course have 
uh, we have others out there that are knocking on our door every day. We'd love to partner with you. We'd love to partner with you. Um, from my point of view, it is is uh, you know we need to be very very selective uh, because there's so much out there. We can we can very quickly get drowned out in all the white noise. Um, so what I will say is that given what the landscape looks like and all of the technology out there. Um, I, I think we've we've taken maybe a, a conservative but measured uh, approach to our adoption and, and our our uh, coordination and partnership with with other marketing technology vendors. Um, you know where we see critical mass in the market, where we see momentum, where we see opportunity with people that we uh, other vendors that we engage with uh, um, as a firm. So, um, you know what I'm trying to say is. We really need to make sense out of what's out there. It has to be a value not only to us, right, as a firm, but also if we're going to get on board with that, uh, we have to be confident in in the application of that third-party technology, so that if we recommend it to our our, our clients, it's it's uh, it's not an unknown um, an unknown entity for us. Yeah, I, I loved how Scott Member Burns last week uh, at our company offsite. You know, he sat down and was given just tremendous feedback to the team, and he said, you know, what I really need from you guys, and I think the market needs, is, you know, we're sitting in a hotel having an offsite. He said, I need you to be the concierge to me of marketing technology and guide me, and that's one of the reasons that we take such a um, structured and thoughtful approach right. to the marketing technology that we evaluate and we use most of it uh, internally. We really, you know, kind of uh, test and make Cut sure that we believe. On it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we've used uh, tremendous BI tools. We've used print-on-demand technology and predictive technology and content management systems. You name it. I think we have what close to 30 different applications yeah. that we're regularly using. And we're a small marketing department, so it can be done. And and certainly we're our own client as well. So our team helps out our marketing group with the deployment and integration of those tools. Well, Tom, let's let's take a quick break um, to hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Uh, so don't go away, everyone. I'm here with Tom Sveck, and we're talking about the evolution of modern marketing and talking about the roles of the marketing organization. And we'll come back and dig a little bit more into marketing technology and some of the lead management and other methodologies that, that folks are using. Have you ever felt that you're not getting the most out of your marketing automation system? Well, you're not alone. But there is an answer, an award-winning agency called DemandGen that can not only get your team out of batch and blast mode, but turn your team into high-performance marketers that drive more revenue and have the kind of results you're looking for. They also have a marketing dashboard to show it. Experts in Marketo, Eloqua, Salesforce, and dozens of other top marketing technology, the folks at DemandGen have helped hundreds of the top marketing teams around the country, and they can do the same for you. So stop feeling stressed. Check out their services at demandgen.com, just like it sounds, demandgen.com. And while you're there, be sure and visit their resource section, which is chock full of videos, free templates, and downloadable guides, all of which will help you be a better marketer. If you need a team that will get you to the next level, there's one waiting. They're just a click away. Demandgen.com. <laughs> All right, thank you again, Paul. We are back. Uh, Tom Speck and I talking about modern marketing and the evolution. Um, 
Tom, right when we left, we were starting to talk a little bit about marketing technology, but let's let's go back a bit and let's talk about the role of a marketing operations director because so often when a new marketing operations head um, lands at a company, they give us a call and they want to get either the band back together if we've worked with them or they are looking for help and guidance. So a starting point we often hear is, hey, I need a maturity assessment or a capabilities assessment. Why, why is that such a great place to start? Yeah, so if I were, if I were an incoming director of marketing ops, um, you need to take a little bit of time to take stock of where are we? What are we doing? What are we not doing? What are we doing well? What are we not doing well? And how does that align to the vision and the strategy that is, that is, you know, that is given from, from up above, from the CMO or, or SVP of marketing? So you can either take that initiative on yourself uh, as, as that incoming director of operations, marketing operations, or we can, you know, hey, let's give demand gen a call because, the, you know, this is what we do every day, whether it's our, our somebody from our marketing technology team, consulting, whatever it might be. Um, that's a phone call we receive all the time. Hey, we've got this stuff. Help us figure out what we can be doing better. Help us figure out how we can evolve what we're doing. So we'll come in. We might do a, uh, a, a maturity assessment. We might do a stack assessment. We might do some road mapping and planning. So, so really, it's looking at everything from 30,000-foot strategic view literally down to ground level, right? The zero foot view of, of what is going on. Once you have that picture painted, then we can determine, hey, where do we have to focus our energy and efforts? If something is working, don't break it. What are those things that aren't working or we're not leveraging or we're not doing? That's where we're going to focus our energies in order for us to achieve our goals. So when, you, when, when you're doing the assessments, the team are doing the assessments, let's, let's metaphorically think about you know, the, the cars being driven into the shop and we're doing an assessment that that you know 72 point check um, what are you finding what are you what are common patterns that you're finding from organization to organization um, in those capabilities assessments I'll approach it from two perspectives um, the first perspective is that you have a uh, relatively uh, I guess in, immature or, or less experienced organization with marketing automation. Um, there's maybe a lack of structure or a lack of organization or a lack of um, uh, kind of oversight into how things have been created, constructed, built, organized within the system. Um, so, you know, from that perspective, we will come in and help provide best practices. Here is what we really should be doing. You know, let's try to look at it this way, maybe not this way. Uh, establish a firm foundation for, for an organization to, to build upon. Um, from the other side of the spectrum, and this, is, this, this goes back to what we were saying about this multi-generational kind of maturity. On the other hand, more and more every day we have organizations coming to us that might have been on the platform since day one, 10 years, 9 years, 8 years worth of, let's call it what it is, technical baggage. Um, so oftentimes we find ourselves coming in helping organizations untangle, undo, pull apart, uh, and, and assess what's going on. I mean, uh, just just the other day, I did an assessment uh, for a client, and there were programs that had been running. I kid you not, for eight years, eight years, people being fed into programs. Nobody knows what what's going on, and, and we right, and we uncover these things. And uh, uh, I, I, one of two things 
happens. Either they say, scrap it, let's deploy a brand new instance and start fresh, and we're seeing that a lot more on the Eloqua side, on the Marquetta, on the Marquetta side, um, or we're seeing sort of a, a uh, create a walled garden for us, which is a take everything that is not important, that is not part of you know our, our core operational you know infrastructure. What we need is set it aside. Um, so those are the two real extremes that we're seeing from a hey, how can you help us make sense of of what is going on? So on one hand, you've got uh, you know kind of baseline company getting off the ground implementing right. marketing technology, and then the other, which we're seeing more and more, is hey, we've been doing this for four, five, six years. Uh, we've got a lot in our marketing automation system. We did a lot of set it and forget it, and we need your guys' help to come in and figure out uh, what's underperforming, what's not working, and where the breakages are uh, to to facelift and 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 rebuild uh, the platform. Here's the important point, I think, which is the reason those mature or more seasoned organizations are coming to us and like oh, help us make sense of of what's going on is because. Those are the individuals that have sort of, uh, they've been through it, they've done that. They know that they need to take things to the next level. And in order to take things to the next level, right, to, to move outward and upward to the right on that sort of maturity spectrum, is they need to make sense of what's gone on in the past in the system in order to set them up to take them to the next level of the future. Yeah, one of the reasons that we, uh, I know that, uh, you know, as leader of your group, you guys are so passionate about documentation. You know, you document uh, every nurture program that is built inside the system. You document the entire lead management workflow. You document the integrations between the CRM and the marketing automation. You know, you, you create all these blueprints because you guys have found without that documentation, not only do you not know what's running inside your system, but as people get promoted and as people move to other roles in the organization, there's not that knowledge base unless we've been there to create uh, the docs and put it together. And let's let's face it, none of these none of these uh, none of this documentation framework ever existed five years ago, ten years ago, and we'll, until we started um, doing that. So it's, I know that that's been super helpful. I see a lot of uh, companies. I know you you see this with companies that have migrated from one marketing automation system to the other, right? They preserved everything in their migration. Primarily, we learned, because they wanted to do the migration so quickly, they didn't take the time to think, what should we port and move? And so they move all those different programs over. The the way that I, and you're absolutely right, we're seeing more and more migrations, whether it's from same platform to same platform, only a, a brand new instance, or from you know, from one instance and, and let's say between Eloqua and Marketo or Marketo and Eloqua, we're seeing a lot of transition happening from instance to instance or, or cross-platform. And one of the things that we try to do um, from, a, from a consulting perspective, from a, from a technical perspective, is, you know, we really need to make it clear that this is an opportunity for, I hate to sound, you know, like hyperbole or anything here, but kind of a rebirth. It's you, you, have the, you have the opportunity to start fresh, clean slate, right? Uh, um, and, and so I, I, really, uh, I really try to emphasize to the, the, the people and the organizations that we work with is please take time to take stock of what should we bring over, what should we not bring over because this is, you don't get these opportunities very often to start fresh. No, you, you know, and like you said, we have seen 
people with multiple marketing automation instances that we've consolidated down to one, or we've gone the other direction where they had one and they, they've spread it out now, one different business units, so they're spinning up new instances for different business units, or like you said, hybrid environments that have more than one marketing automation uh, brand that uh, we're dealing the, with. That, that's the other thing, you know, just in terms of maturity here, is we're, we're, we're seeing this evolution of where one business unit takes up this thing called marketing automation. They implement it, they've used it for a while, and they've achieved uh, success with it. Um, so now what we're seeing is other BUs starting to sniff around and say, hey, hey, you know, you guys are leveraging this, this technology. You've done all of this, you know, this heavy lifting, all of these processes in place. I want a part of that too. Um, so what we're seeing is, is this, this consolidation, you know, primarily in, in global organizations, right, as we, as we work with more larger um, enterprise companies is you, is you see this consolidation of of the demonstration of success with MA and you see that because you know, everybody gets attracted it's like a moth to the flame right everybody sees ah oh, there, there's something happening here I want to be part of that so so part of the the maturity and evolution that we're also seeing is this other BUs within an organization is I want to be a part of that I want to you know, be a part of the same success that you have achieved. So we're we're seeing this consolidation about bringing multiple BUs in, into a single platform. That and that you know, you touched on um, the I want to be like that group. Uh, it wasn't too long ago where the marketing heads were acting as agents of change, and there was a lot of resistance and a lot of you know, prove this stuff to me. And now we have seen uh, because there's been so much success in marketing operations today, so much success with the use of marketing automation um, that uh, departments are wanting to play catch up as opposed to, you know, the laggards waiting behind. We, we, I guess we've crossed that proverbial chasm where we're not just seeing so many early adopters. Um, we're in that early majority now where people are, are very on board. And it, I feel also, too, that the population, um, marketing automation is not that wildly adopted um, in terms of the hundreds of thousands of companies across the country, let alone around the world, right? So we're still seeing more and more adoption. Um, we, we've seen a lot of adoption that's happened, but there's far more companies that will adopt marketing automation than have done it uh, already. So we're, you and I are talking about the evolution, but there's still so many newbies companies that are coming into the space, and we are seeing now more and more that are going beyond what right, the initial. That, that universe of people that are still sort of you know, in, in the, the early days of, uh, of adoption, that universe is massive and will continue to grow, continue for a very, very long time. But what we're seeing and we're continuing to see is this uh, this time and complexity spectrum, you know, organizations moving up and to the right, that universe is getting a lot bigger as well, right? That is growing, growing, growing. Yeah. So, so, so this we're we're starting to see this uh, much bigger spread of of people from uh, early adoption, low complexity, all the way up to been there, done that. You know, needing to, to to evolve. No, no doubt. In the same way that we, as a company, when we were founded, you know, in, in 2007, we were primarily a marketing automation consulting firm. And fast forward, you know, nine years later, and we are a marketing technology consulting firm, bringing um, not only the help with Martech, but the the modern marketing strategy. Our time is up, so we're going to wrap up this episode of uh, Demand Gen Radio. But 
you know what our next episode is? It's ABM, and I've got the, uh, the head, of, go. head of product management from Marketo. Mike is uh, going to join us, and he's going to catch us up on their new introduction of their ABM platform. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Tom, thanks for thanks for reflecting with me on uh, the journey that folks have been on in marketing operations. And that'll do it for this episode. Be sure to turn in next time. This is your host, David Lewis, and reminding you always to make marketing matter most in your organization. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.